Welcome to the Strategic Tech Coaching Podcast. Our host, Oscar Endermo, will together with guests share proven, tested strategies for improving your life and business. At the end of each episode, you will learn how you can use technology to implement those strategies into your daily life. We want to help you bridge the gap from inspiration to implementation. Welcome to the Future Proof Yourself podcast, formerly known as the Strategic Tech Coaching Podcast. Uh, today, as we record this, AI, ChatGPT, and other AI tools is what everyone is talking about. It's really a hot topic. Uh, and if you listen to the previous episode where I did uh, an interview with ChatGPT, you realize that this is going to change everything. One industry that will change a lot over the coming years that will be very affected by AI is education and uh, being a student, because these are very interesting tools for learning. And there's a good side and a bad side behind this. Uh, and I'm a little bit worried about the schools now, how they're going to work with these tools. So I decided to reach out to my old friend Barry. Barry lives in Dubai and he's been on the podcast before. Uh, and I really recommend you to listen to the previous op- episode because Barry is an expert on cyberbullying. He is a digital marketing expert and also behind a great initiative called Beat the Cyberbully, where him and his partner Wayne uh, goes out to schools and talk about the challenges and the, the backside of uh, social media and new technologies. And uh, yeah, they've been doing this for many years. Uh, so in the previous episode, we go through different age groups and what to think about to uh, when you have kids and how to deal with technology uh, for the different age groups. But since a- we didn't talk about AI in the previous episode, I decided to reach out to him to pick his brain on how to deal with AI if you have kids. So if you have kids that are in school or if you have kids that are about to enter the school system, this is an important episode because we discuss how AI is going to affect this and what you can do as a parent. So here we go, Barry and I. Barry, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Oscar. This is <laughs> actually you? the third time you're on. So, as anyone, am I the only one that's been on for three times? No, no, there's two more actually. So, but okay. you're up there. That's my favorite. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I listened to our uh, episode of January 2020, which is episode 46. And to all the listeners out there, I recommend you to listen to it because. Barry sounds really smart, and I think it's because I'm a good interviewer. <laughs> that, almost certainly. It's definitely that. <laughs> no, but what we did, I don't think you remember, because it was a long time ago. It was actually before the pandemic. But what we did was we went through different age groups and uh, looked at like challenges with technology and uh, for the different age groups and different apps and all this. So right. uh, we talked about your project, Beat the Cyberbully. But for if they haven't heard that, a little bit short about that project, because I know you're involved in several projects, but just Beat the Cyberbully. What is that? Yeah, so Beat the Cyberbully is the initiative we set up to, to go into schools and talk to young people and parents and teachers around cyberbullying prevention, cyber awareness and, and digital well-being overall. So obviously we're all online, we're doing this virtually, there's all these tools available. Uh, and of course, there's a big focus on, on young people in terms of social media platforms, gaming and all of this kind of stuff. And a lot of mums and dads are struggling to contain it manage it uh, understand it in some cases mm. uh, and of course it's leading to some pretty horrible scenarios happening around the world really with with young people unfortunately and and when you read and and, and research about them the one thing that is that they, they are preventable mm. um, but they're only preventable 
possible with education and awareness. And so Beat the Cyberbully is that initiative that echoes a lot of what's being said in the schools, but we come in as that third party, kind of like, you know, in a family scenario, you, you're talking uh, with your children and and you saying the same thing over and over again. And then, you know, their favorite uncle comes in and says it once and they go, oh, yeah, now I'll listen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we, we kind of, uh, <laughs> yeah. We, yeah, and uh, mm. we we play that role to, mm. to, to echo some of those things. We, yeah. we we package it slightly differently and just trying to make it real for them to, to help them understand that at the younger age, what they're doing is, is important. And as they go through their journey, that the more that they put out there, the way that they act in the online space is going to come back and, and, and impact them. Uh, and they've got a choice. It can either come back and impact them positively and help them get into the school that they want to go to, the university they want to go to, or get employed by, you know, whichever company they want to go for. Or conversely, it's going to stop them from doing yeah. all of these things because they're looking, you know, these guys, are the, re the recruitment companies, the employers, the applications departments, they, they look at your grades and all of this kind of stuff. And then they look at, well, who is this guy? Who's Barry? Mm -hmm really and they go looking online and they look at what we talk, mm. call your digital tattoo and then they make a judgment on you and say well if this guy barry spends all his time doing this and he puts it all over social media i don't think he's really a good fit for this uh, university school yeah. company and and then you just get the rejection letter and so we, we build our stories around that just to try and make it real and you know in my world as a digital marketer having the digital agency now working in a you know a prop tech company you see all of these companies what they do and how mm -hmm. they're looking at the next generation of, of employee uh, and so we're just trying to share some of that yeah, so yeah. this is not theory this is the world that you live in and also it's just a reality check for them as a third party we come in and say look guys i want to talk to you as a as a young adult and mm -hmm. i want you to understand that what you do every single time you pick up you know that device or you go online you're creating a picture of who you are and your decision what's that picture going to be and, uh, and yep. leave it in their hands so so yeah that's what we do from that side of things it's an awareness it's an initiative and the last couple of years even through the pandemic when it was all virtual we were doing a lot of work with mums and dads and so yeah. we're focusing a lot yeah. on you know my my age group where we didn't have and older with where we didn't have all of this stuff when we were kids you know mm -hmm. you you and i we we didn't we don't know what it's like to be 10 years old and have this thing in yeah. our hand that has access to well if yeah. you've given unfettered access to everything <laughs> yeah. um and what that means uh for a 10 year old for a 10 year old's brain and, and for the life they're going to lead so trying to bridge that gap yeah it's a great initiative and uh i rec for the listener i recommend you to listen to the two previous interviews with barry and also at the end you'll share some resources i think it's great what you're doing uh one of the challenges that we talked about that time is that the technology keeps evolving like at one one point it's like everyone is on snapchat and then everyone is on tiktok suddenly and you know roblox and it's like that it keeps evolving all this uh so to focus of today is a little bit ai actually and first i wanted to hear just your opinion in general what is the conversation about ai in dubai because in sweden it seems like everyone is talking about it i go if you go to a networking event everyone is talking about different ai projects some people are scared a lot of people are scared uh and uh, so, like some people are doing big projects with ai and some people are just like playing around with ChatGPT and what is the conversation in, in Dubai about these things? It's it's quite similar. I mean, that there are people that are really pushing this and and uh, are, are talking about it from that side of things. And then there's those that are uh, infinitely scared of it. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. uh, and I uh, think, you know, the, and these conversations happening everywhere that it's not fair, it's going to take all these jobs and what are we supposed to do? But then, and even within what we're doing in schools with mums and dads and, and, and children, it's saying it, it's here. 
you know mm. there's no it's coming it's ai is is here and it's it's involved in what we're doing and it's only going to become a bigger part of it and so there's a there's a lot of communication around how do we embrace this you know that it's it kind of back to you know 10 15 years ago in digital marketing when a lot of these companies were saying oh you know social media just a fad <laughs> it'll mm. pass mm. Uh, and and they they push back against it and now they don't exist and you know these were big big companies that were we're sort of caught mm. out by this and we're going through the same process now that the conversations around ai are multifaceted mm. but really the focus is on well how do we leverage this how do we use this to our benefit as as people as human race as societies and and you know here in the uae we're very big on pushing the boundaries and mm. and, and moving forward and so there's some incredible projects going on from within the government from within the private sector just of integrating ai into um into the daily routine i you know i do another podcast with um with wayne my co-founder would beat the cyberbully and one of the topics we talked about for the app that we built was this idea that in dubai we've got the the, the, the police car the radars on top that are now scanning the roads and using ai to predict where those roads are going to crack before mm. they crack that they oh, can wow. prevent the roads potholes and you oh, know the, the disintegration yeah. of the road road uh, and you think oh that's pretty cool you know yeah. this this preparation so th and that's just a very small uh small mm. example but there's a lot of conversations there's a lot of investment going into yeah, ai yeah. companies as well and you only have to go online and every five minutes there's a new one that pops up that does mm. something leveraging ai yeah, I mean, I, I did just quickly on ChatGPT with the, with the Bing browsing, like check what is the AI strategy for Sweden? And then I did the same for Dubai or UAE. What is the AI strategy for UAE? And what is interesting is that for Sweden, it was a lot of like current things, like focus on education and training, research, innovation and use, framework and infrastructure. And when I looked at the UAE strategy, the, the, there was a lot of about the future also, like the, the, the national AI strategy of 2031, uh, and like adoption, like how can we put this in all the like a strategic objective for all the government uh, agencies and and this is you know I, I left Dubai three years ago, but this is one of the things I like with Dubai that they have this future thinking like they have a plan for twenty thirty one and I, I don't think Sweden has that uh, much uh, at least as per ChatGPT. So yeah, which is uh, it's interesting and like you say that it is the. One of the the exciting things about being here is that mm. there is always an eye on the future. There is a, you know a plan and a strategy. Some would then argue, we yeah, okay, but well, there's stuff that needs to be done now, you know, mm. before we start looking to the future. But I think that them having their their finger on the pulse around that is is really interesting, and and it is going down the route of adoption as opposed yeah, yeah. to. Uh, pushing back against it and saying oh it's it's taking our jobs it's not fair what am i supposed to do mm. um it's really right well yes it is going to take over certain jobs but the jobs that an ai can take on are potentially jobs that a human doesn't need to do mm. um, because if an ai can do it then why not let the machine do those and and then and let yourself do something else and then of course the conversation goes yeah well that that's all very well saying that but i've been a truck driver all my life and i don't have the mm. the ability to do all these things and it's it's then having those strategies in place to support those people and to say yeah we understand that but mm. actually here's an opportunity to retrain as a, a coder as a mm. something else that the ai systems aren't going to be able to do on their own um mm. and that you can be a part of and uh, it's yeah. a huge huge mindset shift it's a huge yeah. shift in our societies but Absolutely. it's going to happen yeah, it's gonna happen. yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, I have this uh, like coaching concept that I call strategic tech coaching that I kind of mix strategies for self-leadership with technology and coaching. 
Uh, and sometimes people think that I'm very pro new technologies always. And uh, sometimes I say, it's not that I'm pro technologies, it's that the technologies are there and we need to use them the best possible way. And there are negative use cases and there are positive use cases. And like, so I'm like pro positive use of technology and accept the fact that it's there. Uh, it's like, personally, I cannot regulate it, you know, so I just had to accept it. And yeah, one, and but one of the things that, yeah, you want to say something about that? that no, I was um, just going to say, because it's something that echoes with what we talked about um, in, in Beat the Cyberly around that it's a tool. Mm. And, and, you know, a hammer is a tool. And you can build something incredible with a hammer as part of the tool set. And, and, but you can also take somebody's life with, with a hammer. But that's not the hammer's decision. That's no. whoever's got it in their hand. And this is the same thing applies to, to this, um, you know, the marching of, of AI. There are other things to take in consideration in terms of the speed of it, but it's still about the user at the end of the day. And, and what, what do we as a, as a human being decide? to use it for because there's always bad actors there's going to be people and there already are people using ai to you know mimic my voice and then place a mm. call to my parents yeah. and if i happen to be traveling for business then they get this phone call that says oh hi it's it's barry it's your son mm. i'm in um you know i'm in in the uk mm. and i am because they you know i have gone there and then the, you know this mm. this one they i'm in the uk my credit cards have stopped working i haven't got any money can you send me some money please it's, it's urgent and to all intents and purposes it sounds like it's me yeah. Um, and it's you know it's an artificially uh, created version of me calling my parents asking yeah. for money and, and people are falling for it so and, and there's always going to be people that decide to use it for that and then there's other people that are using it to make incredible uh, changes to to our society yeah it's like this podcast we don't even know if it's you and me or if it's a robot and ai that is doing it i don't know is it yeah. really well, you barry or is it your avatar yeah it's my uh my my um hologram that I'm, <laughs> but the, to, to your point you know you just the, the, maybe the episode before this or or two before this one on your podcast where you do talk yeah. to the ai and yeah, you, yeah and i listened to it and i thought it's it was when i first started i thought oh yeah he's it, it's strange but by the time you get into it like it just it's air quotes normal yeah <laughs> why wouldn't he it be was, having a conversation with yeah AI? it was really an in interesting experience yeah so for the listeners my pre the previous episode is actually an an interview with chat gpt and i've seen other do it as well but i decided to you treat mean chat alex Alex, exactly, Alex. <laughs> so I decided to treat Alex or ChatGPT as a normal guest. So, like, really have like a normal conversation. It was really interesting, and he was very, very polite, and even more polite than you, Barry. Very, yeah, he was very polite. He was very, 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 like encouraging. Like, oh, that's so inspiring. And oh, okay, thank you, Alex. And yeah, it was interesting. And I guess this is what we'll see in the future. And but one thing that's always been scaring me is this: that I think there will be more gaps between those that have and those that don't have. Like before, I always included how many people have access to internet. And I think beginning of 2023, it was 60% of the world that has access to the internet and 40% that don't. And uh, and then if you take, and then I was always dividing, like those that has, has access to internet has, has a huge advantage. And for me, those that have access and use, not only have access, but use the tools with AI tools will have such a huge advantage. And those companies will make so much money so in Sweden, we're the, even though the Dubai government is very proactive with these things and maybe more proactive than the Swedish government, one thing that is good in Sweden is that we have a lot of the big tech companies. We have Spotify, we have Klarna, which is a fintech company that is quite big. And in Klarna, the CEO said a couple of months ago that he had said about 50% of my employees use ChatGPT. And that's too low. I want 100%. He was one of the first that took the enterprise solution with ChatGPT that they launched in August. So he's pushing that. Uh, and we have other big tech companies like Ericsson and a lot of gaming industry. So 
in AI, I think, I mean, US and China will be the leaders and maybe UK is quite advanced as well, but Sweden will be quite okay because of these tech companies. But what are your thoughts, like the, the gaps between those who have and those who don't? And where does UAE stand with this? Do they have tech companies? Yeah, well, I think you're right that it will, first of all, it will increase the the, the gap of, of those that have and those that have not, which is not ideal. And and also, I think this has also been discussed in, in the media with even with the initial call to slow down development you know from all of those people i don't know how true it was and elon musk and steve wozniak they all signed this thing and said Let, let's slow it down but then also come back from that and say yeah that's not realistic because not everybody's going to sign that and actually with ai as with anything else it's a race to who can use it for whatever fastest and mm. so if if some country said okay we'll stop we'll slow it down there's going to be other countries that don't and therefore, they will have an advantage in terms yeah. of however and whatever they're developing it for. And there's those that will say they're going to stop development of it and and still develop it. And and everyone is going to say what needs to be said from a um, you know an optics perspective, from a front facing media. And then behind the scenes, they're all furiously, well, how do we turn this into a weapon? How do we turn this into something? You know, they're all doing that yeah. from, from that yeah. side of things. So, but I do think that the the accessibility to it is dividing us further. And maybe that's by design. Who who knows? You know, based on what's going on in this world right now. But I think that the ability to have access to it and the ability to understand how to use it to mm. your best advantage is going to be the differentiator. But as always, yeah. if you don't have access to it, then of course you're yeah. at a disadvantage there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and uh, I mean now everyone with access to internet has potential access to OpenAI, the free version. So that kind of uh, democrats it or like makes it. Um, I, I've been doing these keynotes for a long time where I kind of give an overview of new technologies. and But the purpose is actually more how to deal with rapid change. And I did one in January of this year, and then I will start playing around with ChatGPT, and I got completely hooked. And since then, I've been like deep diving. And I wrote my second book, Future Proof Yourself, uh, with the help of ChatGPT. And ChatGPT is there's a lot of opportunities, and one of the big things, like I mean, I like to learn, and there's so many opportunities to learn with ChatGPT, uh, which can be good and bad. So I was thinking we go to the school side of this, and maybe first from the student's perspective, and then the teacher's perspective. So from a student perspective, for example, my nephew now he's 13 years old, and I, I showed him a little bit ChatGPT, and now he uses this. And uh, I bet his I, parents are really happy. Yeah, exactly. I need to um, <laughs> discuss this with them. Like maybe after you give some advice on on how to do this. And I also spoke to a 19 year old that just recently graduated high school. I spoke to her in August and I said, how, how was it with ChatGPT? Because it's such a new technology. What did you do? And she said, in the beginning, I didn't use it. Uh, I was quite a good student, and, but I didn't use it. And then I noticed that some of the students that were not so good suddenly started to get better grades. Mm -hmm. So then I started using it as well. And then I asked, like, how did the teachers deal with this? And what they started doing was to, like, spot checks, uh, like, yeah. uh, you know, without. Uh, so, yeah, students, AI, ChatGPT. What are your thoughts on this? So I think that it's it's a good it's here and it's a tool that we should use we just need to understand how to teach our children to use it effectively and so the, the way that i frame this in some of our sessions that it's not i'm not anti chat gpt it's a great tool and it's also part of how the education system needs to change because we don't need to store all of this you know re recall information in there because within milliseconds we can get way way more than we would be able to store in there anyway so then the benefit is that it's saving you time on the research side of things, but you also have to be aware of where the data set comes from. So 
even with you know ChatGPT versions of it, it's only going up to 2021. So for the last two years, it's not considering some of the stuff in there. Now you can access that and you can set up things, but it's about trying to educate our our young people on what the tool is for mm. and how you can best leverage it. And so let's say you can save 40, 50, 60, 70% of your time on the research element. Well, great. That time should then be spent on the critical analysis and critical thinking bit. What does that mean? What, you know, don't copy and paste what it spits out into your, you know, into your, into your uh, thesis and submit it or your homework and submit it because there are also tools that teachers can use to say, well, that's an F because mm -hmm. I just run it through the tool and you didn't do that. AI yeah. did it, and so yeah. therefore that you don't you don't pass this particular um, piece of te uh, coursework or or test yeah. because the, the the task was not to regurgitate this; it was to interpret it. What yeah. what does yeah. that mean? Yeah, that you're going to five hundred thousand words of content in there. Great, we know that you can just grab that from an AI. Yeah. What it says in there, what does that actually mean to you? How do you interpret that? What does that mean with other variables that you need to take into consideration and that's actually the task so it's about our, our children understanding that there is a way to use these tools to your advantage and much like your 19 year old there to say well if i'm not using it i'm kind of staying still these yeah. people are catching it well then yeah. i need to use it because i want to yeah. keep moving forwards yeah. and, and why wouldn't you if it was available so yeah. it's around the education of how to use the tool same principle as the smartphone and the tablet you know, it's just mm -hmm. a tool, but if you just hand it to your child and let them go, then it can be dangerous. Yeah, you know, it can yeah. be a dangerous tool and you don't know how to use it and you can get yourself into certain situations. So from a student perspective, I think it's about, again, embracing the, the technology, but with parameters and showing them how to use it to their advantage. Yeah. And that if you do use it these certain ways, and then they will find ways to use it even better, you know, because again, their digitally inclined brain will say, well, if mm. I'm allowed to use it for this, then I can do this, this and this, and that will give me an even better output. And then I can apply my own thoughts and, and interpretation mm. to this. And this comes all the way back to what comes out of it is what you ask of it. And the secret to using AI well is the prompt. Yeah, what yeah. are you asking? Yeah, exactly. What are you asking it to do? Because the better you get at prompting it, the better the output. Uh, and, yep. and then you can say, oh, that's that's really interesting. And it's actually gone and found something else. And actually what that means is, or my interpretation of that is X. And that's where yeah. the value is because, yeah. oh, I would never have known about that if 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 it hadn't spat it out. But now that I do, I can research that further and I incorporate that into my answer to whatever the task was and, and produce a better piece of work because yeah. of uh, information and content that I wasn't otherwise going to know about. Um, and then from a teacher's perspective, it's also for them to understand that if they are kind of not paying attention, then then the students are going to leverage this and try and get something past yeah. them and just yeah. get get the artificial intelligence yeah. to do all of their work, submit it and hope they get an A because you're not paying attention. Yeah. So it is yeah. both sides have kind of got to get their game lifted a little bit when it comes to winning. Yeah. I mean, uh, for, for, for learning, I think it's such a fabulous tool. Uh, I, I'm certified in this NLP, Neuralistic Programming, which is this uh, like communication and personal development tools. And uh, I just like made a plan that like I want to master NLP uh, in 90 days. I want to study 10 minutes a day. Give me a, a like a lesson plan. And then it like here, 10 minutes, first seven days, 10 minutes, blah, 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 like amazing stuff, you know. If I was when I was in university, 
you know, in the beginning of the year, the, the, the teacher tells you like, oh, at the end, if you read all these books, the, the, the exam will be easy. And then, of course, the last week, you're like, oh, my God, I haven't even read them all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so then, I mean, when I was at the university, I would just put in like, okay, I have three months until the exam, like, give me a plan. So I studied 20 minutes every day or something like this. And I see it's an amazing tool for learning. Yeah. When, when I talk with companies, I talk, it's really good in Swedish because it's three Fs. So I, I call it förneka, uh, förbjuda, eller främja. The first one is like deny it, uh, that deny it that exists. And I see a lot of big companies that uh, the, the CEOs, they don't even, they just don't talk about it. And then you have some people in the organization that use it and some people that don't, you know, but they don't tell their, their managers. And the second yeah. one is to regulate, uh, no, like uh, make some kind of rule that you're not allowed to use it. And the third one is to like uh, uh, encourage use case. Mm. So, and I think it's the same. If you encourage, you just need to have kind of like a, a AI ethical guide for the organization. And I think the same applies for schools, no? To a certain extent, yeah. But then the the, the issue is that it moves so quickly. Is that any try any yeah. attempt to you know sort of create policy or 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 put some regulation around it? By the time it's gone through the process to get approved. It's moved on three steps. You're like, oh, we, we've mm-hmm. got to redo it, and this is why it's the the, the whole regulation side of things. It, it's not necessarily the answer, but it's about increased education of how to use it and the speed at which it's being used, and yeah. for us to also shift our mindset to say, you know what, is it such a bad thing that a 14 year old using ChatGPT comes up with an incredible idea? for a business for whatever for something yeah, that can yeah. help you know implement or save the world as it were yeah, yeah. it's like this book i wrote it in two months 80 20 80 percent chat 20 percent oscar and it's yeah. better than my previous book that took two years to write <laughs> yeah basically yeah. so uh, but i i i see it as you should have two classrooms one where you are encouraged you use it you play with it and the second is you just bring pen and paper and you discuss like what so what did you learn about this and like the critical thinking and, and just don't yeah. allow any screens at all i don't know could that be a, a, an option yeah or? i mean it sounds sounds good in principle but it's just ha- there isn't enough time in the day to do that and, mm. and also um you know it's also indic- indicative of, of your age there that you know that the other option would be pen and paper because what why um <laughs> why, why would i need that as a, as a as a digital native we're already getting to that point well do i really need to know how to write yeah but you know to get the to get the critical thinking to get your own thoughts and reflect on it without the screen in front of you uh yeah. that kind of yeah thing, right? I, I know what you're saying but i think that logistically it's not it's not mm. feasible in inside of the the parameters of a lesson and mm. and how much they have to get in for each mm. lesson um to, to to be able to do but they do you know within the lesson plan is that this is we're using the technology and then there's time to d- not use the technology but again the, and i agree with that the, the but the reality part of me is saying but for these children moving into the next mm. 10 15 years the reality for them is it's all going to be based on screen it's all going to mm. be based on their ability to it's not going to be even writing or typing yeah, it's just yeah, speaking yeah, yeah. the ai coming back and and then you say well do i really need to critically analyze it and right now yes because we're in the transition mm. period but as you get through the transition period into the next stage mm. then we also will say okay well, well i don't really need that because yeah. this does that this does that now from a societal perspective you think well is that is that what we want? Because then yeah. what are we doing? Because <laughs> yeah. we're not thinking, we're not moving. We don't yeah. have to, to to 
to do anything. We just you exist. become slave to the algorithm, basically. Yeah. And the the AI will tell you, like today, to be happy, you need to do these things, you know, yeah. and without yeah. any. And, then, yeah. you know. and the AI will order your food, and it will be delivered by a bot, yeah, and then come yeah. and, and anything is that you know you see in these movies where that that's yeah. already happened, and yeah. the, the cartoons, but they you can't yeah. think well. Is that is that where yeah, we're headed? It, it's scary, you know, and it, it's evolving so fast. And I, I normally talk that I'm in the oh shit phase, which is like fifty percent, like this is freaking amazing what I can do, and fifty percent is like keeping me awake at night, like oh my god, what is gonna Where's happen? It going? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but no, uh, I think yeah. a lot of people are in that phase as well because, yeah. and then you come across a new tool and you go, whoa this is incredible and this is mm. going to save me so much time and now they've linked it with this and so i can do uh, you know from a business perspective it's 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 fantastic mm. some of the stuff yeah. that you can do but then it's also is that well if we can do it now in 2023 mm. what's it going to be doing in you know, exactly. 2030 and how yeah. and this this is that whole conversation of well do we just let it run do we stop it if we try and stop it people are going to go anyway and mm. and you know people far far smarter than than i are, are trying to figure this out mm. already but for for the general layman it's a case of and this is the messaging that we're we're talking about saying well it's here in a form mm. you know there's ai mm. tools all over the place what we have to do is as best as possible figure out how do we use these for right now yeah. and try and calm that part of our brain that's thinking yeah. about five ten years down the line and say well what can i do now what can i leverage to get the best out of it whether i'm a child at school yeah. whether i'm starting my own business, whether i'm an employee whether i'm a university student what, what, what can i use it for because it's there yeah. and we're allowed to use it so why not adopt it and, and it comes back to this idea of those that have already been early adopters you know we're not in the early adoption phase anymore it's it's happened and it's happened yeah. so fast but those that are still coming around to it, I still get a, a first to market advantage of a sort. Um, yeah. Whereas those have been involved with AI for the last five, 10 years are like, yeah, this is, you know, you, you're still taking baby steps. We're, we're running mm. over here. Mm. And uh, that's going to go from running to sprinting even faster. Um, yeah. But as always with this, it's, it's the, the development of this happens in, in silos for specific purposes. And then it comes out, to the general population in you know different tools that can research five thousand books in yeah. 20 seconds and think okay great i can, yeah. I can use all this i can plug into my graphic design program and i can tell it what to do and it creates me a year's worth of social media yeah. content in yeah. 30 seconds fantastic yeah. i'm all, all happy about that but then what else is it going to be yeah. able to do but as we're recording this in november of 2023 i think the collaboration and when you work together with the ai but that means that critical thinking, creativity comes from you. And then together you become even better together. Like like the last episode I did, you know, uh, where I kind of collaborate with the AI. I mean, that's the current. Yes. But then let's see two, three, four, five years from now, how it would look like. But at the moment, so that's why I think like if if the teach if the students only use activity all the time, uh, without reasoning, critical thinking, this mm. kind of you know, I mean that's not good. Yeah, yeah it's it's this this is also you know i talked to our, our friend from, from many years ago ernesto a little while ago whilst he was in dubai and he's he's gone big into the ai yeah so yeah i've seen was, i read his books on actually yeah and he was yeah. citing this this story about you know using ai uh, for for um practicing warfare effectively mm, with drones mm, mm. and that and this is where a lot of people get scared so these drones are programmed to find a target and then when it gets to the target the operator says okay it, the the drone say shall we fire or not and the mm. operator says, nope come back to base and so as it's machine learning it does this a number of times and then it starts to think well every time i get here i get called back by the operator 
what we should do is get rid of the operator. Mm-hmm. So they they turn around and head back towards the operator to get rid of that because then I, can I do don't my like task. you anymore. It's yeah, so annoying. Is, I'm I'm supposed to go over there and, and shoot this thing, and so mm. and this thing keeps stopping me. So remove that barrier, mm. and I can do it. Mm. And this is where people start. Thinking, well, yeah. Really? Yeah. And and of course it's happening. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, and you, you talk, you listen yeah. to some of these other podcasts of these guys that are involved in this space, and uh, I can't remember his ni- name, but Deep Mind, the guy that set up Deep Mind, mm. and um, that people are worried about it becoming sentient and this guy who's been at the forefront of it saying it is mm. you know yeah, yeah, <laughs> when yeah. it becomes sentient we're, we're already yeah. at that point and oh the guy that left google no? the, yeah yeah and yeah, then yeah. and then google bought his company i think mm. d-mind in the end yeah, so yeah. yeah one of those but yeah, yeah. and so yeah. he he's he he goes on about this idea that we must be able to contain it and the interviewer is saying well but can we and yeah. this guy's like well <laughs> we need to be able to and yeah. it can be and he said i yeah. have to believe that we can because yeah. otherwise the alternative is well i don't want to think about the alternative yeah. Yeah, exactly yeah so so before we move on to the teachers uh, one last question uh, if you have a let's say a 13 year old 14 year old 15 year old uh, uh, child and uh, you realize that his grades suddenly are much better and you realize that he's doing all his homework with ChatGPT. what advice would you give to the parents so then I would have to say that. If I can, we, uh, I, so I can say something to my step, uh, my yeah. mother-in-law today. <laughs> to say um, that um, it, it's really about this idea that as parents, we need to understand a bit more about it so that we can have a, a conversation with that child to, to help them understand that if they are completely reliant on this to do their homework. And that I, I just it reminds me of um, even before at ChatGPT, there was a, a meme that went around where a mum sort of had her camera on and went around the corner of the living room and her, I don't know, seven-year-old was saying, Alexa, what's 25 times yeah. 3,000? And it was doing yeah. his math homework for him. And she's yeah. like, no, 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 no. <laughs> this is not what it's for. Yeah. You need to start thinking. And so it is about, it's about also putting parameters in place. It, it actually yeah. falls under the same banner as access to social media and gaming. Mm. There needs to be um, parameters about usage and saying, look, yes, you can use it for your homework, assuming it's allowed by the schools mm. to do this much of it. And you then need to do your thinking and you need to put your parameters in. And for you to understand, my son, my daughter, that when you submit this, your teachers are going to be evaluating it based on this criteria. So you can, again, choose as a 15-year-old, put the prompt into ChatGPT, it will chuck something out, you copy and paste it in, and you run the risk of submitting that and then flunking because it will be immediately obvious that this is not your work. This mm. is the uh, curation of an artificial intelligence. Yeah. Your work is the other 30% of interpreting that. And so it, it's it's having that much like the cyber safety conversations and the social media and the gaming conversations isn't just daily conversations around this subject to say, look, it's a tool. You can't mm. just use the tool all of the time. And this is what the tool is mm. for. Uh, and then as is a child's job they'll push the boundaries yeah and in yeah. some cases you want them to because actually by pushing those boundaries they they come up with some pretty cool stuff and mm. you think, oh, i would never have thought to use it like that mm. um, and they think differently because of this access and so it is it's about trying to embrace their enthusiasm for it increase your own level of understanding as a parent so that you can have knowledgeable conversations with them because the other thing that happens is that they know more about it than we do yeah so when yeah. we try and do anything they're like okay dad and 
not listening and off they go mm. and then we think mm. well okay that that went well <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they listened and they're like mm, yeah right I, I nodded and listened to what you said it went in and came yeah. out and now i'm going to just go and use it for however i want to use it and so it's about this ongoing attrition of of, of building those communication channels to yeah. say okay I, I do know a little bit about this because again it's a tool that's available moms and dads get on chat gpt yeah. start asking it questions increase your level of understanding about what it can do and in doing so you'll see this is Hmm, interesting this is really interesting this is cool yeah. okay and how are you using it son and and and, and then yeah. you, you have this mutual interest in it because you can say well you know what i i could use this for creating my mm. family menu for the week mm. if you're you know a working mum or a mum i can use it to plan our vacations because yeah, i can yeah. go off and research all of it. I, there's so yeah. many iterations of it and yeah, if i yeah. can use it for that Okay, well, then maybe it isn't so bad that my son or daughter wants to use it to help mm. gather information around the subject that they're studying. But this is the line where you stop using the tool and you need to start using your yeah, brain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, based when I think back to our previous conversations that we had about this, I'm thinking that it, it all comes. It's so interesting that you talk about the like technology, you talk about social media and all this, but at the end of the day, and this is what you've been saying before, it's about being a good parent. Mm. It's about communicating. It's about setting parameters. Like you know, this at the end of the day, it's not about the technology. It's about becoming a, a good parent. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Which which yeah. requires a ton of work. Um, yeah. yeah. People defaulting to you know what, my child won't eat, but if I stick an iPad in front of them, they eat, and we get ten mm. minutes quiet. And and there's people at the end of their rope, and they're like, I've mm. just put yeah. it in front of them because I can't deal with another. But but of course this 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 perpetuates in terms of if that happens when they're three years old or six months old, you know, we look around Dubai sometimes and you see babies mm. that are pacified because of course there's all oh, this thing going on mm. the screen. Yeah, just... yeah. But and then, all the reward systems are triggered immediately. Yeah, yeah. All the yeah. neurons are firing, all these pathways yeah. are being created way too early yeah. Um, yeah. for them. And then of course, this also creates issues with when they get to six, seven, they won't eat unless there's an iPad in front of them. Yeah. And then I get yeah. this question from parents and I say, well, yeah. They will, but you have taught them that this is how it will go. Mm. So now that you want to take it away, they're going to freak out. Mm. But you've got to go through that process in mm. order to get them to retrain because yeah. they didn't come out, not yet anyway, with a screen in front of them. <laughs> not yet anyway. <laughs> yeah, anyway, yeah. <laughs> the, the chips that come, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But right now, they don't. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and yeah. so we, as as parents, we yeah. make the decisions on their behalf uh, and on our behalf, you know, in some yeah. cases for our own sanity. But we also need to understand the repercussions of that because if we choose to be one of those yeah. families that, and, and again, I see it all the time where you've got young kids around a table. Yes, they're not running right Right in the restaurant but they are just glued to the mm. ipad or the phone and yeah they can eat their dinner but what's not being understood is the impact that that's having on their brain mm. or their you know ability to to think as well because it's some of it's just mind-numbing dr drivel yeah, uh, yeah. not actually learning anything it's just blah, 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 and and you can start to see it and you think yeah. Yeah, and the tiktok yeah which i mean the attention span is oh, like yeah, yeah. The addiction yes, to yeah. it, the, yeah. the uh, dopamine hit that comes from it. You yeah. know, they don't know why, but they're like, "I like it. I like it. Yeah. I want more. I want more." Because yeah. their body's reacting to it. And of course, yeah. you do that from three to seven years, and then suddenly parents become a little bit more aware because their seven-year-old is suddenly looking at stuff they're not supposed to be looking at on on this device yeah. because they're inquisitive and they're they're seven. And then it's suddenly crisis, and uh, oh, oh, you know, this is bad. This is really bad. But you've got to also realize that if you 
given your child access to this for the last five or 10 years. And now suddenly you realize it. Well, that's five mm. to 10 years of habit. Uh, and in some cases, addiction. And, mm. and you just yanking it out and saying, this is bad. This is terrible. No more of it. There are implications for that as well, because there's a lot of research coming out showing that mm. there is problems with addiction. And, you know, all these big companies have publicly said, mm. yeah, you know, we designed these to make sure that you spend as much time as possible looking mm. at it, because that makes more money for us, yeah, more eyeballs, yeah. more time, more dollars. Yeah, so yeah. knowing that, <laughs> you kind of think, well, I need to mm. figure out a way to manage it. And and the first first port of call is this access you know, oh. not having unlimited access to this is so, mm. so important because oh. that's that's the sort of the, the, the tipping point that if if I have access to this whenever I want as a young person, then 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 we're fighting mm. an uphill battle to try and reduce that further down the line. Yeah. Okay, so uh, for the students, uh, it's a great tool, but you need to be careful. But for teachers, someone told me the other day they went to pick up the kids and they were sitting and listening to another uh, teacher that was talking to a friend. And the teacher said that uh, I had uh, 25 essays that I need to correct. And she said, I put them all in ChatGPT and <laughs> ChatGPT did all the work for me and then like graded all the essays. And uh, yes, <laughs> so it can be used the other way around as well. So <laughs> just short uh, teachers and principals, what advice would you give to, to them? I mean, it, it, it is the same principle from that side of things is that we also need to understand as as teachers, as educators, as, as principals of schools that this tool is here, it will be used, we need to find a way to integrate it into our school, into mm. our establishment of what is acceptable use, mm. what is not for students and for teachers, because the same principle applies to, um, you know, when we talk to mums and dads about social media, we we have as big a problem with it as our kids do. When you look around, you look at all the mums and dads and, and adults who know better, their brains are fully developed, you know, from if you're older than 25, the bit of your brain that deals with this is fully developed. And we can't stop ourselves. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah. How do you expect a 13 year old to do yeah, it? Yeah. Of course they can't. And there's an unreal expectation there. And so mm. we have to put those parameters in place for them and, and for us. Yeah, yeah true. Um, yeah. To say, well, I shouldn't really be putting my 25 essays into ChatGPT and getting it to mark them for for me. I can maybe leverage it to do certain elements. But at the same time, you could say, well, as a student, I could put mine through Grammarly. Uh, that's a tool that's available mm. to me. So then there yeah. won't be any corrections. Right? Yeah, okay, yeah. There may be some issues with my formation of my idea, but grammatically yeah. and spell check, it's going to be perfect. Yeah. And that's available. So it, it is each establishment and entity just like each family is different and they're going mm. to have some similarities but there's going to be differences and so we have to we have to cater to those well how are we doing this differently in this school teachers are allowed to use it for a b and c students are allowed to use it for x y and z that's our policy put it mm. into place and then measure it and say and then everybody's like oh this is this is terrible it's not working mm. i know i can use it okay amend the policy mm. and, and see see how it's going to but yeah. put something in place so that people realize that there is parameters that there are yeah. in the sand as it were and we've got to think about how we can work around it so it's it's about embracing it is again the, the only option here because to, to push back is too late and so yeah yeah exactly your school yeah decides to be one of those you'll be at a disadvantage yeah and yeah. especially here in the, in the middle east where the majority of schools are are private and therefore are businesses and rely on children coming and, mm. and you know signing up and being there then of course you you're not 
willingly going to put yourself at a disadvantage because yeah. that's going to affect enrollment and that's going to affect your business. Yeah. And so this is a case of how do we embrace it? How do we bring it in? And how do we allow for usage of these different tools? Because it's not just chat GPT. This is the other thing. Everybody mm. kind of focuses mm. in on that as, as the AI. There's millions of them mm. out there mm. for a variety of different reasons. And so we have to just think about this mm. a bit wider than just that um, yeah. as to what and when we were able to use it. Because it's a tool. Yeah, exactly. And once the, the students graduate and come out working, they will be using the tools at workplace. And if they're better at using the tools, they have a better advantage yeah, uh, in the workplace or as an entrepreneur or whatever they want to do. You know, so. Yeah, and that, that's, that, that, that means the same with our cyber awareness and cyber mm -hmm. safety side of things. Because if there's some people, mums and dads, say, well, I just won't let them use it. Mm. You know, just ban it they, they can't yeah. use it they won't have whatsapp they won't have these things you say well that that's not also going to work because mm. they you're not then helping to prepare them for the world that they're going to come out of once yeah. they finish the educational journey the employees mm. and, and companies are going to expect them to know what whatsapp is and how to use it maybe what slack is and how that works as a collaborative space and for the person mm. that, again that comes out that hasn't ever used it they're going to be at a disadvantage because yeah there's millions of other people that do and and mm. this is that balance because so well i don't want my child and i'm going through this right now i don't want my child seeing certain things jonah's six and he's he wants minecraft and he wants this and so actually there's there's age limits on these and mm. and, and based on the work that i do you know with beat the cyber and he he's got it worse than most mm. others because yeah. like, you know, I'm like, no, <laughs> you're not gonna have yeah. that and that's yeah. not happening but yeah. at the same time, I have to be reminded by my wife as well that I can't go too far the other way. Mm, yeah, exactly. It needs to be a balance. What, yeah. what I'm doing and what I stand yeah. for. But they're also, I need to be mindful that yeah. I'm not just pushing him into this. I don't know. It's not allowed. It's yeah. okay. We can have access there's no online so again he from from a personal perspective he just turned six he wanted he wanted an ipad it's like no mm. <laughs> definitely not mm. an ipad mm. none of that but we then agreed on that he could have a nintendo switch mm. Mm. so but that's not connected to the internet and there's parental controls on my phone that say mm. one hour after that mm. it turned off Mm. Uh, gets that you know every other day and and that's the same principle those are the parameters those are the yeah. controls that are in place that are to you can have it because again it's not fair for him to not have access to it if it's age appropriate and if you as a family decide that's the case because i always get this question well what age should they mm. get their own device what age is okay how many hours a day is all mm. right so well you know there's research to show the impact on developmental issues for zero to three year olds four to six year olds yeah. But at the same time, there's also evidence to suggest that if your child is a certain way inclined, maybe they're neurodivergent, the access to this thing accelerates their development yeah. in certain areas. Yeah, so, yeah, I know, exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. you, you, every, every it's a balance, you yeah. No. yeah. Uh, I was taking care of my nephews. My brother had to go to some, uh, or had to, he wanted to go to some party with his, uh, his friend was turning 50. And so I, I was taking care of the nephews and uh, we made it, turn it into a Roblox night. So we're playing Roblox the whole night and we had uh, the whole evening and we had so much fun. And it was more fun than if we would have just watched a movie together because we were active. We were, we were playing a shooting game with each other and like, it's, it, was like it was a lot of fun actually. So yeah. like you always say, like get involved as well, learn about the, these tools and um, yeah. Definitely. And this is the thing. It's a, the more you know about it, the more that you can then apply your age and experience mm. to setting up the rules and parameters, but taking into consideration that, you know what, I loved it. And, and this mm. is, again, for our personal experience. We've got them the, the switch. There are parameters in place. I had mm. to set it up. I set it up the night that he'd gone to bed. 
Did mm. I have a go on it? Yes. <laughs> I really enjoyed playing Mario Kart, which I haven't played for years. Like, yeah, this is cool. And then thinking, oh, yeah, but I can't. And then he, you know, he's a smart six. Yeah. Like, I know you played on it. You need to pay a daddy uh, like uh, allowance, like two hours for daddy or one hour. Yeah, <laughs> but it, but what what it's also doing is it's creating a common ground. Yeah, exactly. So if yeah. I can increase my level of knowledge around this or AI in this case, mm. and I know that he and and his brother are growing up in the age of AI and whatnot, is that mm. I need to be able to keep my level to a certain point where at least I can have conversations and open channels with him mm. to talk about these things. It won't be long until they know more about it than I yeah. do, but at least I'll be able to say, okay, th that's a good point. Never thought of that. And this happens all the time when I come out of sessions with 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 students that mm. I have a certain level, but then, you know, there's so much going on that sometimes questions or platforms or scenarios come out. I'm like, I've mm. never heard of that. Thank you very yeah. much. Or well, I've learned something here from, from that side of things. And this is where it's very much this two-way um, yeah street and it's about open dialogue to, but we can't have dialogue with our children around gaming social platforms ai if we don't have at least a certain level of understanding which means we have to do the work to increase mm. our own level of, of, of education around it yeah so speaking on that do you have some resource that you can share with the listeners if they want to kind of keep update yeah i mean there's there's a there's a whole raft of stuff we've got from from beat the cyber bullies um but i'll i'll send you the link for we we did a um uh what do you call it a collaboration with uh twinkle so t-w-i-n-k-l um and that's a it's a, a free resource for educators but it also you know mums and dads can go as well okay, so we've put together a whole load of um cards and games and different things to just facilitate the conversation Really, yep. all that we can sense. do is to open the conversation sometimes moms and dads don't know how to do that so there's cards of mm. questions you know okay. to ask initially um there's games of what what definitions there's all this kind of stuff so wherever this gets published in in the in the notes there'll be a link um yep. to, to that it's free to download you can download them print them at home and yep. just start the conversation around that and then obviously on our social media at cyber safety uae um the twitter facebook instagram stuff comes out uh, as much as possible we've been a bit lax recently but that's going to improve yep. um and and then also um you know we're working very closely with my my co-founder wayne denner yeah, yeah. Um, uh, definitely check out waynedenner.com and his socials because he is leveraging ai in the production process of his video content which means yeah. he's producing loads of great great short videos for mums and dads to be able to be aware of the changes first of all and then there's walkthroughs of how you set it up you know one Excellent. of these different platforms so there's the stuff between um cyber safety uae beat the cyber bully and waynedenner.com um follow us yeah. we'll put the link put the links to this uh in the show notes uh and you have a picture of swingland east there in the background so i just shared it shortly the background so around 2015 I, I was listening to a lot of podcasts actually like american podcasts uh, and i i realized there's no like dubai based or uae based podcast so i was trying to like find the partner I can do them with. And I was thinking, do I know anyone that is like smart? Uh, like, uh, and I couldn't think of I anyone. I couldn't think of anyone, but then I <laughs> but then like, in, yes. Okay, number two, op second option <laughs> is Barry. So Barry and I set up this thing on this podcast where we interview local business profile. It was a really fun fun show and we did a lot of episodes and you continue doing it from time to time. And yeah, well, there's something know. that I, 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 you know, it was 
really cool to get involved with it with you right back then because nobody else was doing it and mm -hmm. we were one of the first ones that were uae based we, we made a decision to make them 20 minutes long because that was the average yeah. commute in dubai yeah. Yeah. um and and it's interesting to see the scene having developed and uh, again just yeah. trying to find the hours in the day but now in 2023 we're nearly 10 years down the line oh, um, wow. we, yeah. i get you know emails daily can you interview do you want to interview yeah. so and so and, and, and <laughs> If yeah. only we could find a way to monetize it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, remember the first two episodes we did, how nervous we were? Oh, I was really yeah. nervous. <laughs> and then another thing that was um, maybe fun for you, but I, I didn't think it was that fun. But my mom listened and she said, Barry, he has a re really nice radio voice. Yeah. I think that would be one of your highlights. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I've got a face to radio as well. But no, that was really nice <laughs> to hear. But it actually is also a, a you know real learning point when it comes to what we've been talking about today. When we first started doing this, we weren't good at it. Not not yeah. to say that we're yeah, good at yeah. it now, but we're more comfortable with doing yeah, it. Just yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. And the same thing applies to whether it's social media platforms, whether it's cyber safety, whether it's artificial intelligence. It's about getting started. It's about going on that journey, doing something, learning something, trying a tool and thinking, oh, I don't like this or this is horrible. And then trying it again and going, oh, OK, yeah, I kind of get that. And and then it, and it's just a process. You just keep going, keep going to the point where now, um, you know, you look at the UAE podcast scene, there's tens of hundreds thousands yeah, of them everybody's yeah. got a podcast and which yeah. is great for, for, yeah, for the whole exactly. scene. but it's yeah. it's also fun you know people do say oh yeah i remember yours from 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 back in 2000 yeah. i think the first one we did yeah. was actually 2014 was it yeah yeah yeah, yeah so almost 10 years ago yeah. and then you know i think we were one of the first in the uae no or, yeah, yeah yeah we were well, definitely there was yeah. a couple of other ones and and back then it was yeah. also people like oh What's a podcast? What yeah, do you mean? Yeah, and we yeah. turn up and plug in our <laughs> microphone, USB microphones into these things, yeah, and then, yeah. and yeah, it's kind of evolved from that. But it yeah. is definitely, I keep, I keep you on the the icon because you know we started this journey yeah, together. Appreciate that. Yeah. No, well, it's, it's, it's again, yeah. I'm just trying to find the time to to get back into it. There's a load yeah. of episodes I recorded that need editing that need to be released as yeah. well. But yeah. it was. Yeah, this is a you know a, a nod to that. Uh, yeah. That's important. Yeah. And uh, but again, on that journey of just start, start learning, start doing, start taking action, and, and learn as you go. And the more that you do it, the better you get. And, and then the more mm -hmm. you know comprehensive conversations you can have with other people, whether that's your children, whether that's within schools, whoever you know, as this becomes a bigger part of our lives, which it, inevitably AI is here. It's not going anywhere. Just like social arrived and didn't go anywhere. Yeah. got the issues with that how do we how do we jump in accept it and figure out how to leverage it for our best perfect i think that's a way nice way to end it thank you so much for taking the time barry always a pleasure talking to you and uh, i think what you're doing with the schools are great so keep doing it and uh, see you i hope to see you in dubai now it's cold in sweden and nice in dubai so well, let's yeah. see when my next trip is so, definitely pleasure. yeah hopefully <laughs> thanks oscar thanks for having me on see you soon Thank you for listening to the Strategic Tech Coaching Podcast with your host, Oscar Endermo. We'll catch you next time.